0: Hello and welcome to the Creativity Snippets podcast with Barbara Wilson and myself, Tracy Stanley. We're passionate about encouraging creativity and are co-authors of the book, Creativity Cycling, help your team solve complex problems with creative tools. Now, Barbara lives near Nice in the South of France and I live in beautiful Brisbane in Australia. We started recording our monthly conversations last year at the beginning of 2020 to provide both information and inspiration on applying creativity to all aspects of your life. Now today, Barbara and I are reflecting on what we've learned about ourselves and also about creativity during the tumultuous year that was 2020, Barbara.
1: Yeah, thanks Tracy and um, happy new year. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, for me, like I'm sure many, many people, COVID was probably the most impactful thing to have happened in 2020. Something that came um, really out of the blue to to kind of hit us. So it's caused a lot of disruption um, and probably more in Europe and, and the US than, than anywhere else. Um, however, We've also had a couple of other things that have impacted us, the U.S. election, which is still ongoing and, um, and a looming Brexit. But I think what I want to do today, Tracy, um, after you've shared your biggest impact things, is to talk about the impact of all of that on creativity. So, Tracy. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, yes, you're right, Barbara, the U.S. and... Um, And Europe and Brazil, there are lots more countries that are impacted by um, COVID-19 than we were down here in Australia and New Zealand as well. But it did change our life substantially. You know, like many other people, all my work immediately moved 100% online with lots of Zoom calls, just like this one. And on a personal level, here in Australia, I became physically separated from my parents. And that, even though they only lived at the time an hour away from me, there was a, a border that went up separating us. And I and I felt that, and they felt that as well. So, um, yes, so huge personal impacts.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I think I think that that whole thing about being separated from people is uh, uh is uh, is quite 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 eventful. So coming back to the impact on creativity um, we've been we've continued recording these podcasts all year I think um, um, under the umbrella title of Creativity Snippets and we started off really linking these to our book which we wrote um, previously and I think was 2018 now so it's been a couple of years since we completed the writing on that we've carried on writing blogs on a monthly basis and and then following up with these um, recorded podcasts. However, my experience has been that many people have found creativity harder during this period of COVID and I have as well in terms of other other aspects of my um, creative life like writing and and photography and I think what I want to share today is um, what lessons have come out of that. So, yeah, you, you've mentioned um, some things that have changed for us, Tracy, sort of like the, the online meetings. We've all had to learn how to use Zoom a little bit more creatively. And and I know, Tracy, you've some first-hand experience of that. Do you want to share that?
0: Yes, yes, yes. So even though um, all my sort of um, coaching work and presentation work went online, and I had been doing cleanery presentations with PowerPoint slides, I I now had to run workshops, so engaging workshops, which ran for two and a half hours via Zoom, (laughs) and um, the the thought terrified me, and I know that we talked about it during our conversations, Barbara, and your insights and your advice was really valuable, and using icebreakers and thinking about how you use time to make that a valuable learning experience and that was what my goal was and i i had never actually myself personally experienced an engaging two and a half hour online work so um yeah so um it it challenged me and but i i I was ultimately successful i got some good feedback um but um i had to do things differently yeah
1: yeah well done and and, i mean your experience on that um will hold hold you in good stead because i don't think this thing is going away so i think Zoom sessions, um, online sessions, online trainings, etc. Online coaching is is here to stay for, for quite some time. Um, so keep that going, Tracy. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So just to come back then to what what I was saying earlier, I, I think because a lot of people have found that creativity has a little bit been a bit more difficult for them this year. I wanted to share some of the um, experiences, some of the things I've I've come across that could have helped or could help us moving forward into 2021. Um, So for example, from a personal point of view, um, I would tried to get into the habit of writing um, and I found that new writing has been really difficult but just having that habit of writing when I have a coffee in the morning so having it setting up something that was um, always going to be you know something I turn to at a certain time so it was that that linking of okay it's coffee time coffee time means writing time kept me on track to at least doing some writing uh, however I found the lack of ability to travel for for a while over the last year we were totally locked down um, there was a point at which we could only travel one kilometer, um, unless it was for something purposeful like shopping, um, <laughs> I'm being ironic there, um, <laughs> but to, to not be able to go out and take my camera and just, you know, visit new places um, was really, really difficult. Um, Yeah so these were I think for many of us almost emotionally draining times Um, and one of the things I found that helped has helped a lot with that has been to start to listen to podcasts by people who've been able to inspire um, as well as perhaps share that their own experiences of how they've coped in in these difficult times. Now, one of those I wanted to share, um, Tracy, and and I know you've um, we've talked about this quite a lot, but is one by Brenny Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, i I'd heard of Brenny Brown before this year, but I must admit when I started listening to her podcast, it really, really had an impact on me. Um, and she she's had um, she's recorded podcasts during the year that have touched on creativity, neuroscience, play, um, a lot of topics that, that we've um, also been talking about. But one of the the most impactful probably was when she referred to um, a, a medium article uh, written by Tara Hale, I think I pronounced that right, who wrote in August about how our surge capacity is depleted and why we feel awful. And that's an article I've, I've actually produced. Uh, printed out and kept by me and referred to over and over again. Um, she takes us, she took us through the sort of stages of, of grief which in lots of ways we were all dealing with in, in varying degrees. Um, the fact that we could no longer, that life was no longer the normal we were used to, you know, that we weren't able to just go out, pop out and visit relatives easily or, or travel. She um, also talked about, uh, or rather, sorry, I wanted to, to talk about another podcast there because she also had a lot of other guests that were, were really inspirational. Um, but one of the earlier podcasts I listened to was also um, impactful for me, and that was by Alan de Botton. Um, this was a, actually on a podcast by Elizabeth Day. And he was talking about how to deal with anxiety in this turn of time of coronavirus. Sound, that was also, it sounds very odd to say this, but that was also inspiring. And I, I, I think the sort of whole recognition that, wow, these are tough times, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. Do what you can. So I think my learning about this and creativity, if I can come back to that, if I can pull out of that sort of meandering um, discussion about the podcasts I, uh, I've listened to, when we're worried or anxious or preoccupied then we're not going to easily become our best creative selves and I think that's something that we can you know if we can admit to ourselves then, then it may help us to come through things We need mental capacity, we need space to be creative. Um, So what we need to do is to work at creating that space to regain some mental capacity um, and almost accept the situation, not get too deeply into the worry. I think one of the things we can do is just, um, just spend some time without purpose you know, don't feel that we have to be doing something all the time, that we have to be um, being productive. I think mm-hmm. that we're often depleted in these sort of times and forcing ourselves to be productive would we'll just go against that. It'll make us even more unproductive. So I think we need to be kind to ourselves and others around us um, and not strive too hard. And then when you can, just go out and seek some inspiration and then renew and regrow as people. And I think those are the sort of main lessons I've taken from last year. And personally, I feel that I'm now in a position where I can do that. I don't know, I don't think any of us know really what this year is going to bring. However. I feel, you know, I renewed my Outlook calendar yesterday to be so that I've got some, some space in it to, to give to both my writing and photography projects. And I feel that, yeah, I think now I've, I can do this. I can, I can take some time out. I, can, I know what I need to do now to get the inspiration to re-motivate myself. And um, that's what I'm going to do. So that was a kind of meandering sort of ramble through the things that I've probably have have helped me or um, that have acknowledged the feelings that I've had over the year. Tracy, what what reflections would you like to
0: share? Yeah, thanks thanks for those those comments, Barbara, which highlight the the strong influence of our mindset and how we're feeling and our capacity to do anything new or different. we previously discussed on our podcast about the barriers barriers to um creativity and we've spent a lot of time looking at other things like socialization and and even time and i talk quite a bit about time because it was one of the findings from my phd research about what in the workplace what in the work environment stops us being creative and um, not having enough time to experiment and play with the ideas was one of the findings but now, this last experience over the last nine ten months has been just it, it's not just time on its own because having time is, is important but as you said if you're not mentally positioned to be able to to relax and to feel safe and to to do things differently then you, you're not able to do that you're not able to be creative so um yeah good to be reminded about that um I've been doing lots more reading during, um, since I've been home law um, and um, trying to, to read and to reflect and to share the learning um, you know, via the podcast or via uh, my blogs. And um, most recently I, I read an interesting book by Jessica Abel called Growing Gills, how to find your creative focus when you're drowning in your daily life. And she just talked about, again, the importance of, of, of not trying to do too much you know, doing what Barbara's done, clearing some space in the calendar, for focusing on just one creative project at a time, whether that is photography or or writing uh, or something else creative. And just to give yourself permission to move more slowly. um, She even suggested writing down the list of all your other creative projects in a letter and posting it to yourself. And then when you get back, sort of putting it in a drawer saying, well, it's here and it's not lost, but I'm giving focus to my most important creative project at this time. And as like Barbara has said, Jessica also encouraged us to be kind to ourselves, and she suggested that we speak to ourselves kindly in a third person way, you know, when you're sort of berating ourselves because we haven't done the many things that are on our to-do list. She says by speaking to yourself in the third person, you really help to distance yourself uh, from the situation and I found that quite interesting and I actually wrote a blog about my um, imaginary coach called Veronica and I use that to sort of self-talk to myself and be more conscious when I've got a naggy Veronica on my shoulder rather than a supportive one yeah so um yeah so we're going to um continue our conversation into in this year through this podcast but Barbara and I've had a chat and we're going to do things a little bit differently going forward and I'll I'll pass it back to you Barbara to talk about some of the changes we're going to be making to our monthly conversation
1: yeah, thanks, thanks Tracy, and thanks for those insights. I think that growing gills, um, how to find creative focus. I, I've got that on my uh, on my Kindle, and, and I've been looking at, at parts of that as well. Um, certainly, um, some very very useful hints there on on how we can move forward with our with our creative projects. So next year, um, which has already started, this year, in fact, (laughs) um, (laughs) and our our first, um, we're really entering a new series. So this is sort of Creative Snippets Series 2. And we'll be starting with our first podcast on that one at the end of January. And what we're going to do this year, a little bit different, but we're going to start off by sharing um, one technique or one idea for kickstarting creativity. Um, We we want this to be something that each one of you could take away with you as something you could do, um, something you could try, something you can um, put into practice in in your own lives or uh, work life or, or personal life. So each podcast will include um, this one technique or one idea we're sharing. And then we're both going to be sharing um, one one or more. I mean, I don't think we should restrict ourselves to one, but let's start by saying um, one idea, one um, reflection that we've had over the month from something, a podcast or a book we've we've been uh, reading, that we would like to share as well which we also think you'll find useful so those are that that's the general outline we'll see how how it evolves over the year but that's the general outline of the new series of podcasts that we're going to be sharing from the end of January okay.
0: so and we, need, Barbara, we need to actually take a moment, Barbara, to have a metaphorical clinking of champagne glasses because we need to reflect our own achievement in having run this podcast for a year. Um, it it seems such a long time ago when we nervously started by saying, oh, should we be doing this? What will we be talking about? And it's been a wonderful learning experience and um, it's been a really valuable one. I really appreciate our conversations and um, hoping that our listeners do too.
1: Yeah, th- thanks, Tracy. I, I I think yes, we'll definitely clink the champagne, even if it's nine thirty in the morning here. <laughs> um, but I think I think yes, I think we should. Uh, I, I I'm happy that we've we started this, and that we're also keeping going with our own blogs as well, which uh, are going in parallel. So, I think Tracy, yeah. you're going to uh, yeah. to share where people can um, connect with <laughs> us in that
0: respect. <laughs> okay. So we've talked about our um, our podcast and our blogs. You can obviously visit Barbara and my website. You can find Barbara at barbara-wilson.com and myself at tjstanley.com. And of course, you can buy our book, Creativity Cycling, help your team solve complex problems with creative tools on Amazon, Google Play and Book Depository. And on that note, I wish you all a creative day and a very creative 2021. Bye bye. Bye bye, Barbara. Bye. Bye. Bye, Tracy. Bye,
1: everybody.